Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Are you a lifelong fan of General Hospital? Are you a new fan who wants to know more about the history of the show? Do you enjoy talking about the show with others? Do you find yourself yelling at the TV? Is your self-care an hour a day in Port Charles? If so, we invite you to join hosts Amanda Kimmel and Shannon Coach at the place where all the hidden conversations take place and secrets are revealed. Meet us at Pier 54, a General Hospital fan podcast. Hello. Hi. Welcome to the General Hospital recap for August 14th through 18th. Uh, we have one Port Charles pipeline about Christina. Uh-oh, what's up? Okay, so this person did not sign their name. Like, their name's in their email address, but they didn't sign it. So I'm not going to say their name because I feel like if you want us to say your name, you're going to sign it. Yes, I agree. Okay, cool. Good morning. I enjoyed your previous podcast, but disagree about how Christina is being portrayed. Christina has always been bratty and self-centered. When I listen to people complain about Joss, I know they never say Christina. Does anyone remember Mob Princess? Well, yeah, but that's what we've talked. We've talked about that, though, that Lexi, we forget that that entire Christina. That Christina did not exist. Yes. You know, we, yes, that one was a thousand percent bratty and stuck up and selfish, but that was just, yeah. Um, (laughs) Getting Ethan arrested for abuse, her quote, relationship with Johnny, her causing Claudia's car accident, which killed her baby and drove Claudia over the edge. So I wasn't watching then. Oh, I guess I would have been, but I wasn't thinking about it. I'd have to go back and rewatch to remember the exact circumstances. Her letting Michael and her mom take the blame. So I didn't know about that. Recently, her being upset that Michael and Joss can't forgive Nina. Both of them had close relationships with Nina before her betrayal. Her standing up for Esme after what Esme did to people she cared about. Sorry for the rant. I agree with the Esme thing, but we talked about that too. It's like, it's weird that she was telling Spencer to go spend time with Esme rather than Trina. Right. I think she just doesn't like Trina because she doesn't like Joss. Christina? Yeah. Oh, I wasn't picking up on that's why Christina was saying go with Esme and your brother. Yeah, I feel like she just assumes that 
if Joss is best friends, then Trina is like Joss, which isn't always the case, but it is absolutely not the case. Trina is nothing like Joss. Yeah. Oh, see, I didn't think it had anything to do with Trina. I just thought that it was she didn't want Spencer to be listening to Joss no matter what it was. God, that would be true, too, because yeah. she does not like Joss. But yes, I will 100,000% agree that the mob princess Christina was not the Christina that we prefer. It was so awful. I, I don't even know we, how to read. Like, that's why we forget it is because it was just so bad. They never even referenced Trey or anything. You know, they mentioned, like, they don't talk about it. It's it's something we just don't remember. Right. But, well, thank you for writing in. Yes, we appreciate the difference in opinion. I just, Christina, Ma, Princess, everyone should just forget. <laughs> right. Like, I don't consider that Christine. I mean, I know that it was Christina, but I don't, con- when I talk about Christina, no, that's not even... We right. should do that as a storyline sometime or as a deep dive. Exactly. The mask that was the, the mob princess. Yes. But I also think from what we were talking about last time, Christina has matured some. That's what I was trying to talk to, at least, is Molly right now complaining about stuff that Christina did when she was a child does not reflect on Christina now. Christina has become a way better adult over the past few years. Right. Right. All right. So that was it. Um, on Monday, Olivia confides in Dante. Sunny lays a trap. Carly debriefs with Jocelyn. Anna is dismissive. And Betty issues a progress report on like some 90s computer technology. Right. Sorry. Didn't that look like, I mean, yes. I feel like yes. that looked like a chart that we used in high school and we were still using floppy disks then. Right. Right. It was just awful. I'm like, and I'm sorry. That's how I can date myself. Okay. Because I'm in that little cusp of people sometimes put me in millennial and sometimes, no, I am a straight zennial because I started college and had floppy disks for my freshman and sophomore year. Right. But I don't know I, why they were called floppy disks because they weren't floppy like the original floppy disks. No. I, well, I mean, then they eventually became like the hard disks. Yeah, when you started college, we were using the hard ones. I feel like I had those black ones, though. No, I think you grew up on the black ones because that's what games and stuff would come on. But I don't think you ever saved, like, your resume and your college work to an actual floppy one. Because I already had the hard ones when I started college two years. I was going to say, I'm like, I don't even know what we got. I think, I don't know. I just remember that I had to have floppy disks for college. And I don't think (laughs) millennials did. No, probably not. I'm a zennial. I'm standing by it. <laughs> you can be whatever you want to be. Uh, Tuesday, TJ and Molly host an important meeting. Portia puts her cards on the table. Gregory puts Chase on the spot. Ava seeks reassurance and Dex has to scramble. Wednesday, Willow gets welcome news. Michael observes Dex. Trina confides in Spencer. Gladys thwarts Co- Cody. Sam launches a new investigation. On Thursday, Brooklyn plies Tracy with alcohol. Dante is wise to Cody. Felicia ponders her next act. Finn and Liz have a heart-to-heart, and Molly Molly shares big news. And Fridays, Sam is concerned. Sunny makes an offer. Finn receives shocking news. Anna is rocked. Tracy and Eddie main bicker. I don't know that I would call that bickering. Okay. They're very, like, they are correct, but they're very 
like almost too specific this week because I feel like nothing was of super importance until Friday. Yeah. Where do you want to start? Um, since we were talking about Christina, do we just want to run with the Molly Christina storyline? Sure. Um, well, first, just Christina on her own. She was at the hospital because she was meeting with Terry, and I thought that was a great idea. I was so happy that she thought to ask Terry to be on the board of her foundation because it makes so much sense, and I think it's going to give a great perspective for what she really needs to be focusing on with this foundation. I think we talked about that when she talked to Trish. I think we said that she needed Terry on the board. Mm-hmm. So I'm I think glad that did. that actually happened. Yeah. I, we, if not, we thought it. I don't know if we said it, but I know we thought it because it made sense. But I was glad that they went along with that line of thinking. And then all the Christina and Molly stuff, it's the same crap. So Molly and TJ interviewed three different surrogates. Without a coordinator from the surrogacy clinic and without anyone having psychological evaluations, by the way. At the back of stuff already been done so i'm going to assume that they i don't know do you have do you have to have a psyche valve if you're hiring a surrogate i read i checked out like three or four different websites and every single one of them said that the parents and the surrogate have one because the parents need to be in sound mind as well you know and you know there could be different psychological concerns if someone is there could be that no matter what you're doing, but yeah, they do psyche valves on both sides. Huh, that's interesting considering you don't have to have one to have a baby. <laughs> so, but she said the background checks had done, have been done. So I'm just going to assume that that is included in all of that. And she said that they were sent over by the agency. So I just don't understand why there wasn't a coordinator there with them to help guide the conversations. It's like if the buyer and seller talked without their realtors. Right. And I thought it was weird that it was at their house because you're only going to pick one of them. So shouldn't like first step be first impressions at the office. And then next step, if the surrogate says, well, I want to see what kind of home you're providing, which doesn't even really matter because Molly and TJ have plenty of money. They're talking about they need to move. So looking at their apartment now does not necessarily mean that's where they're going to be you know, three years from now, or if they yeah. would live in a mansion. Sarah wants to make sure that the baby's not going into an unsafe environment. It's a right, two-way street. Like the surrogates invite in interviewing them just as much as they're interviewing the surrogate. Yeah. Yes. But I feel like it, once you hear that they're a doctor and a lawyer, it's like, really? Yeah. I, I see a lot I of houses. Know. I see a lot of houses. You can't make assumptions <laughs> like that. I guess that's true. But anyway, I would have thought it would have been in an office. So they meet one lady that seems perfect. They meet another lady that also seems perfect. And then they meet the third lady that was like so ridiculous that I don't know how she would have even made it through the screening process to begin with. Because everything that she said was, "Mm, if you want to give me more money, if you want to give me more money. Well, and Molly made the comment, though, about what she was eating. Yet it was food that they put out for her. And I'm sorry, that's just kind of like manners. If someone puts out food yes it's polite yes to to have a little and that was healthy food it was apple slices and cheese like i don't know what else you wanted her to eat or to ask for right but whatever it was obvious that she was doing it with not all the correct intentions so she was not in the running yeah 
And so then they have a party to tell everyone the good news, but Christina's not invited. Like, we didn't know that was going to cause an issue. We didn't think that was going to get back to it. And I'm sorry. Molly didn't think that that was going to cause an issue. Right. But if you're trying to keep a secret from someone that you and your husband both talk to, like, independently, don't you take the second to say to your husband, hey, by the way, don't mention blah, 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 because it's a surprise or I don't want to hurt her feelings or whatever your reason may be that you're keeping something. TJ's always blowing the cover. <laughs> He's always like, oh, hey, yeah, we're having a sushi party. Oh, yeah, I'm always going to the doctor. Oh, yeah, blah, blah, blah. That's right. That's true. That's very true. He does not keep any secrets. She needs to tell him, like, zip your lip, okay? We don't want the whole world knowing this stuff. But also, if she really cared about how Christina was going to respond. She should have privately talked to her first. Yes. And then made it her decision. But then she turns around and accuses Christina of making it all about her. No, Molly made it all about Christina when Molly didn't include Christina. And she's like, it wasn't that big of a party. And she's like, everyone, every woman in the families were invited except for me. Yes, it is. That is a personal thing. Yes, yes. The more intimate that it was and the fact I wasn't invited is what makes it a big deal. But here's the, okay. So case in point where, why the parents would also have a psyche eval, Jordan and Alexis and Sam are all concerned about the way that Molly's reacting. Right. So like that needs to be, she needs to come to terms with, she can't just keep stuffing everything that she's feeling because it's going to come out. And so I only skimmed a few because I only just watched guys were recording Friday night. It was kind of last minute. I hadn't watched a single episode until six o'clock when Amanda's like, I need to record early. So hurried up and yes. did that. Um, yes, but of course, I so still much. had to nerd out. And, you know, so I, I looked up a few websites. There was like three or four just to get an idea for the intake process. So the intake takes about one to two months. Matching can take one to four months, sometimes six. But then there's like a whole process of that's when they do like a lot of um there was there was like two or three other steps in between before pregnancy so the whole thing can take between 14 to 22 months and again this was just based on like three or four websites that i found that could be obviously different given different situations but that was a pretty consistent between all of them yeah i don't know i told you my family member uh carried a set of twins as a surrogate and she's gonna do it again but i don't know what their whole screening process was to do it i know that she had to wait a year in between when the twins were born and when she could try to get pregnant again as far as a surrogate and um that she had to get medically cleared and all that stuff all over again obviously but i didn't know about a psyche valve that makes sense yeah Um, yeah i wish they could impose that on regular parents although I don't know that I would have had some of my children then (laughs) I just think that we need to be treating mental health more seriously than we do period end of sentence yeah that's definitely true but then so they decided on someone did you hear the name I did but I didn't commit it to memory so it didn't strike a chord with you of what did they just say no her name's Andrea Gates and I had to rewind it and turn on closed caption because at first I thought she said Andrea Yates. Okay. That is um, the mom who. Oh, is, yeah, yeah. 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 They okay. should have thought that one through a little bit more. Yeah. I mean, seriously, I was like, no, they did not just name a surrogate Andrea Yates. Yeah. 
no, yeah, I hadn't thought of it. Yep. And then Jordan and Alexis are kind of like, so, so is everything okay? You know, TJ's not here. Doesn't on does on call mean you actually have to be in the hospital? Oh yeah, because they have the on call rooms. Never mind. Just answered my own question. Oh, see, I thought it meant you just had to stay close by, and then if you got called in, you could stay there. Like if you had a patient, you know what I mean. Like say there's five bunks for the people who are definitely staying the night, but then there's an on call room for the people that may end up staying. Yeah, because that could be a good reason why he wouldn't be drinking champagne. You know, nope, right. got to keep a clear head. I'm on call tonight. Right, exactly. Okay, we don't have to go sideways on that one. Yeah, yeah. He had to be at the hospital so he could tell Christina about the party she wasn't invited to. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Ridiculous. Yeah. But anyway, so yeah, they had their falling out and Christina said, you know, why wouldn't you want a baby that's genetically related to you and it would be less expensive if I did it? And Molly said, I don't want to hear for the rest of my life how you gave me this gift. So we're just going to go over here, which is is ridiculous. I feel like Anyone who's ever used a surrogate or gone through adoption after fertility issues says all the time, I am so grateful for the birth mom, or I'm so grateful for my surrogate, blah, 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 because they did give you a gift. Right. I don't think Christina would have brought it up at every family meeting. I think it would just be like, yeah, she did this awesome thing. I mean, at the end of the day, it's Molly's jealousy. And right. she that's why she needs a psyche valve. She needs to come to terms with all of that. And that could have helped her process that. And also having the coordinator there could have been a mediator as she told Christina, Hey, listen, we thought long and hard about this. We appreciate your offer. However, I'm not going to be able to handle the fact that you were able to do something. I can't. Right. Yeah. Period. End of sentence. Like you don't have to be, I mean, I know it's a soap opera. So of course it has to be drama. Right. But this just all felt extra unnecessary. So and then poor Sam, I actually did like Sam and Dante kind of unwinding and what they do, rock, paper, scissors to see who gets to go first. That yes. was cute. That was cute. That was, that was cute. They they were cute. It was like, we both had the craziest days. So who's going to go first? Right. And then she got to tell about the Christina drama that again, wasn't really Christina, but okay. And then he said about the Cody stuff. I like that he knew Cody well enough to be like, nope, you're not trying to get arrested. You're trying to be put in the psych ward. It's genius. It is poor, poor Cody. Like he is trying so hard to help her. Yes. Yeah. And I loved Mac whenever uh, Gladys was like, I want to press charges. And he's like, okay, that's fine. We'll just have to take a statement and investigate all the claims that Cody made. And she's like, okay, never mind. That right there, I feel like would tell Mac, yeah, you need to investigate Cody's claims. Right. Right. Like, wasn't that, I'm not, my head is not thinking of the words, but reasonable doubt or whatever, reasonable reason to suspect. Let's check it out. Yeah, I would think so. I mean, and this is not the first time that she has kind of done this little dance, you know, the, I want you to do this. Okay. So we have to do, oh, never mind. Right, right. She backpedals anytime they're going to question her. Yes. But I, yeah, I thought that Cody was brilliant and that his plan, I mean, that's the only way they're going to get any information. So I was disappointed with Sam, like in the the description, it says, oh, she started a new investigation. She went to the clinic and heard Sasha freak out on the nurse because she thought she was going to inject her again. Right. She didn't get any big scoop. So 
that's what I was saying. Like she didn't really the, get anywhere. She to talk to that other nurse that got taken off the case. So I did like, find- I did like that she was not letting it go. Yes. And she ran the blood test that we were talking about last week. But she also is not accepting the fact that she was just taken off the case. She's like, nope, there's something going on here. If she runs into Sam, it's going to be all blown. Yeah, that'll be good. That'll be good. Because poor Sasha, she's like totally out of it. I don't know. I just, I don't get why they need to keep her to that level of incapacitated. Like, are we going to keep her as a zombie for the rest of her life so Gladys can have her money? No, she has to come back after maternity leave. Yeah, so I don't know. Wouldn't the doctor be smart enough to figure out the right meds to just keep her mildly psychotic, not in full mental breakdown? Right. Like, what is the point of what he is doing right now? Yeah. Once he stops giving her those meds, she's going to come out of the drug coma, basically, that she's in. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I don't get. I just don't get what the end game is. Like, Gladys, you obviously can't keep doing this forever. And I don't know that it even realizes exactly how far he's taking it. So what is she doing? I think she knows that he's taken it far enough that she's in Farncliff. Like, this is where Gladys should be remorseful and maybe going to Dante and saying, I messed up. Right. At least saying to the doctor, like, back up some. Like, you misunderstood what I wanted when I said I wanted people to think she couldn't be independent again i didn't mean drug her out of her mind right right i just i don't get it so i'm wondering when the blood test comes back though is it going to be that he's injecting her with the street street drug or that he's injecting her with some other prescription med the blood work came back and she said that there was nothing that oh yeah she said okay walk it through she said that she's reacting not in the way that she should be based on the meds that she's on and it's not right. psychosis. And so she ran the blood work. And then that's when he fired her. Yes. Okay. So we did not get the results. He's probably just going to terminate them and say, listen, we don't need that. I didn't order it. Let it go. Don't waste the I manpower. Hope, well, he said that he was going to look at the results. I hope that there's a way for her to still get into the chart and see it, even though it's not authorized and she's no longer on that case. Because there has to be a pharmaceutical that she could be on like a legal one that she could be on that would still make her quote unquote crazy, but not out of it like that. Yeah. Like you're really judging her by giving her street drugs. You're making her be addicted to it. Do you think Dr. Montague has something to do with Austin and Mason? No, because they have a doctor. They got the doc. They did the doctor thing to keep Nicholas alive. And if it has anything to do with like the CD underworld of different crime Thingamadoodles. <laughs> <laughs> I love your specific words. <laughs> this is my true crime podcast, Thingamadoodles. <laughs> what if he's the boss? I okay. I don't think he's the boss because I think he's too stupid to be the boss. I guess he could be involved in it because there was some doctor that was keeping Nicholas sedated so that he couldn't leave. So I guess that would make sense. I was thinking, no, it wasn't going to be him because. They just said to Austin this week, the boss paid to put you through med school so that we'd have a doctor on call. Oh, yeah. But also, didn't they say she before? I thought they did. I think they very clearly, because that's how I got into, that's how I got to Olivia Jerome. Right. Unless I am completely making that up in my own head. 
Well, again, then it was a discussion that we had together that we both are there. Because, yeah, I think that they did say she because that was where we were like, no, it wouldn't be Miss Wu. So who else is it? Yeah, because we've only been guessing women. They right. had to have said they had to have said she. Yeah. But speaking of Miss Wu, she's trying to buy the Savoy. How's she going to run her game if Marshall's involved? I kind of feel bad for her because I think she really just wants to help him. Like she looked so sad when she was overhearing him talking to his physical therapist. She did look sad. And I, I think that Miss Wu's in general, a good person, but she has like her business comes first. So she may want to make things easier on Curtis, but her main objective is still, Oh yeah, I need to get my money. Yeah. And I don't know how that's going to happen. If Curtis is or if marshall is involved right and portia just needs to get out i was so annoyed i never wanted to punch my tv so much as i did this week which was last week also but hearing her whine and complain to curtis about she's gonna stay there and she's gonna help him and blah blah blah. and then the physical therapist is like no no you're not this has nothing to do with you you're a doctor you should know this it is all his physical and mental fight not yours I really liked the therapist because basically he was like, you're not helping. You need to go. Yeah. Like you could tell by Curtis's reaction when they were talking. It wasn't like he turned around and was like, oh, yeah, I need my wife involved. She's my inspiration, blah, blah, blah. He just sat there looking all PO'd. Right. Mm. I, don't I, can't I can't stand her. And the fact that then later uh trina came to visit her and she was like oh spencer told me to come see you because i was worried about you blah blah blah. and portia's still like oh spencer's so awful right like no he told me to leave him and ace which oh that whole thing was so cute exactly exactly i don't know that it had any valid content but oh my gosh i could look at that cute baby all day and he didn't want to wear his hat and it was just so cute but so spencer and ace were swimming at the pool and Trina was talking with Ava. They talked about the gallery. Yes. She said that she I wants her. Yeah. She and wants then... to work there. Yeah. She wants to work there because um, that would give her more flexibility to be around Curtis instead of continuing to work at the other one. The Chuck. The Chuck. Thank you. I love seeing Trina and Ava together, especially with Ava being in such a good mood this week or towards the end of the week. Her martini. She's like, everything's great. Esme was cute coming in in her little bikini to take his mind off of trina yeah i don't think that's working though but she had been there with alexis and alexis told her that she was doing a good job yes that was nice and that she needed to learn to to trust that sometimes compliments were actually sincere right and that even if she has changed people are not going to forget the things that she did even if she doesn't remember them right so but yeah that didn't really take us anywhere no i was just going with Ava and Sunny setting Betty up. Yes, that that was great. Except for, again, we had to listen to Nina whine. I loved it whenever Dex is like, no, I'm sorry, can't go in there. And she's like, what do you mean? I almost practically live here. And he's like, yep, you sorry, know. you still can't go in there. Right. And then she goes to Sunny and is all, I feel like one of your employees, you're such a jerk, blah, blah, blah. And Sunny turns around and starts being nice to Carly again. But he also said to her, we've had this conversation. I told you, I'm not going to tell you everything about some things. It's not like she's not aware that Ava is also in Sonny's. She's more of a peer to Sonny than she is. You know, Ava is more of a peer. Right. 
but then yeah. they set up, he had um, a fake data that he had available for Betty to get. And then she went and reported to Austin and Mason saying there's a shipment coming, you know, blah, 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 blah. Right. I did. I did like that. Austin played it off whenever she's like, here, I got this and holding up the jump drive. And he's like, I, I don't know what that is. Like, why are you excited for that? I don't get it. Right. Right. I like that they're moving it along, but I'm ready for them to like give us a really good hint or finish the story. Tell us who it is that they're working for. Seriously. Like it's, it's time. Yeah. It's, it's been months. And even Austin's like, dude, I'm out. Like I can't do this anymore. Yeah. I wanted to know if you're right or not. Like who, who the boss lady is. Well, now it's not a lady. So I don't know. I think it's still a lady. I do too. They must have misspoke. Yes. Yes. That's exactly it. What else? Where could that take us? That could take us to uh, Avery went to Lila's kids. Yes. She's so cute. And and the nanny's like, you need to take a nap. You need to take a nap. And she's like, I'm not a baby. I'm Girl, not taking a nap. Take all the naps you can when you can. I agree. But Avery's supposed to be like eight or nine. I don't think she's going to agree. <laughs> Shannon needs a nap now. I do. I had a hard week. So I got a little nap earlier, but I don't think it made up for nearly anything. Yeah. What else? What else? Oh, there was... Well, hold on. Let's check this real quick before. Oh, I like that the book that was behind Betty's head was titled uh, Manipulation. I, of course, did not notice that, but good job. It was huge. I mean, it was white with black lettering, Manipulation. Yeah, nope. I was too busy laughing at the computer. Oh, so we can go to Sunny offer, like basically calling Carly out on, why didn't you just accept my offer? And she said, I got too soft and started to rely on you too much and I need to be taking care of myself. Thank goodness. She's at least acknowledging the fact that yes. she has not done all this on her own. And she has heavily relied on Sunny and Jax and Sunny and Jax and Jason and the quarter main money, you know, for her survival, right? not just right. her own. Yep. And then he got her and was like, well, I can do a favor for you, but it's actually kind of for, it's for Drew, but it's for you because you like Drew and I'll get him out of solitary. Yep. But I'm glad that Carly also was kind of annoyed with Joss for having her phone turned off. I would kill my kid. Why do you have your phone off overnight? Especially when she wasn't home. Right. You know, if she was at home, yeah, sure. Maybe. Yeah. And then she did a really good job of explaining to Joss why we can't just hate Sonny. And she has said it before that it is dangerous if they cut ties with Sonny. And I don't understand how Joss is not getting it. And then she's like, well, you must care enough to have Michael watching Dex to report back to you or Dex watching Michael to report back to you. Dex watching Sonny and reporting back to Michael or Michael watching. Carly has Dex doing something. Or Carly has Michael watching Dex. I thought Michael is watching Sunny through Dex, but then reporting to Carly. Maybe that was it. Because, I mean, that's how we got Dex, was that he was hired by right. Michael to watch Sunny. Yeah. But, yeah, I guess, okay, that was, Joss said it, and I just forgot right, the right. order. Yeah, the point was, they're checking up on Sunny. And so, yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, 
Again, I just don't know why we have to keep repeating the same thing over and over and over again. Sunny and Carly are connected forever. It does not matter if you like it or not or who you are in relation to them. It's a fact. Well, and I mean, parents that are separated have different relationships and everything. But I feel like if you have lost a child, especially if you were together when you lost the child, that is a bond that is never going to go away. You know, it's not like my ex and I do not have the same relationship that we did 20 years ago. You know, we don't have, but if God forbid something happened. Right. You, you come together when your kid needs you to. Yeah. So not always. (laughs) That's how it's supposed to go. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I mean, I like them talking. I like, I like them being, I like where they are now more than whenever they were just being jerks to each other. So that's good. Yes. I also probably like it just because it was from Nina being annoyed. And I'm glad that she sees that she can't handle Sonny's life the way she thought she could. And again, none of this is a surprise. Right. But we talked about it last week where he really didn't go back to this level of. Right. It should be easier for her. Yeah. This is just about protecting his kid. Yeah. But so I guess we could just stick with them and then be over and done with that. Willow is now allowed to go back out in public, which if this were a concern that she were not allowed to go back in public, why was she not wearing a mask when she went to the hospital? Thank you. Riding in that icky elevator with all those germs with no mask. But she's like, yay, I'm allowed out now. So yay. But Michael still was kind of putting in there, but you're not going back to work, right? I like you being home. Right. Yeah, she's going to have a problem when she wants to go back to work. But I mean, I guess it makes sense that they're not rushing it, especially since her careers are nurse or teacher, both of which are around germs constantly. Yes. So, but that was good news for them. Yes. And she talked about that ding dong nurse that helped her so much. Yes. Yes. I was like waiting for her to say, I think we should hire her to help with Amelia or something. And I was waiting for you to lose it. No, (laughs) no. As soon as she said, I was like, Shannon's so mad right now. No, we can stop talking about her. (laughs) Um, I think the only thing that's left is the luau. I thought that was like fine. I wanted to go to the luau and Tracy was like, absolutely not. And I also love Brooklyn being smart enough to order her drinks virgin and Tracy's as double. Yes. I'm going to remember that next time. Somebody's on my nerves. That was funny. She starts but, talking about Luke. Yes. I wanted her to like give scoop on deception and why the deceptor mattered. And instead she talked about missing Luke and that made me sad. But maybe that's why she's keeping herself busy because she misses Luke. But I want to know what claim she even has on the deceptor. Right. Like I just don't, I, I want to know how they're going to tie that together. And again, I, I wish they would do it quickly because I'm not, not getting it. But And then they had Mac and Felicia talking. Yeah, I feel like Mac and Felicia have the same conversation every single time that we see them. But okay. I like Tracy like hitting on Mac and being like, why don't you get him one of these drinks so he can loosen up? It's like, oh, that's cute. Yeah, but Felicia was talking about how she wants to go back to using her skills, that she's kind of bored. And but how many times have we had that conversation? But this is different because he's suggesting to do something at the hospital because of how much it has helped them. Yeah. So that is different. It, I mean, maybe the outcome is different, but the conversation is the same. She has, this is like at least the third time that they've sat there and she's been like, but I want to do something. Okay, then go do it. Well, 
I mean, it has to be hard. I can't even imagine. Well, I guess one, no, I'm probably not going to have to do that. Like when you retire and your kids are all grown and they, you know, you're not taking care of them and you're just sitting there like, okay, what do I do now? Like when I lost my corporate job, it was a big identity theft because I didn't know what to do with my time. I didn't know what to do. And one of the things that they tell you when you first lose your job is to find something else to do because you will go crazy because you're so used to spending those hours working. Okay. And I would give her that if she had actually stayed home and raised her kids, but she was out doing everything but raising her kids. And now that she's older and her skill set is not quite as refined as it used to be, she knows she has to get a different job because she's mentioned it 600 times. And I just don't understand why it needs to keep being a conversation. If she was saying like, oh, I applied for a job at the such and such because that that excites me and I still get to see whoever, blah, blah, blah. That would make sense. Okay, show us that you're doing something. But instead, every conversation is just, oh, I want to do something. Okay. And I don't get why she can't still be a PI. Right. She was investigating the stuff for Lucy. She did a good job. Anna only just stopped being, you know, a super spy. Right, exactly. So I just feel like her and Sam could do some good work together if they would actually get on a case together. Maybe they will. I hope so. Maybe they'll get on Sasha's case together. That would be nice. I don't know. I guess that could take us to Anna. If Valentine burned down her house, he could not have done that. He would, okay, even if he did, he would not have left the pictures there. Right? I don't know. I mean, again, it's soap opera. They want you to think one thing and then something else should hopefully be the truth. But he absolutely seems like he could be it because she even said if it was the WSB wanting me dead, I would be dead. Obviously, they weren't trying to actually kill me because of the way the fire was set. So this is just like a to intimidate me, to scare me or whatever. And so that totally could be Valentine being like, back up, because I don't want you to realize that I'm with Pikeman, but she did anyway. Hmm. It can't be him. I'm sticking with Alex. We'll see. I can't wait for how Madge will be if it actually is Valentine. <laughs> I'm pretty sure the internet's going to be mad. Oh, there I know. I know. No way that he burned down her house. There is no way. I don't know. I don't know how she was sleeping in bed with him after looking at that paperwork. And she's like, you lied to me. And he's like, what? And she doesn't say anything about it. She's like, you took longer in the bathroom or whatever she said. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I would definitely be like, I need I need to talk this out right now or I need to like punch you or throw you out of my hotel room at the very least. And the picture was only of Robin and Emma, no Patrick and Noah. Right? I thought that was so weird. I understand that we don't have a current actor that's playing Noah, but then... You could have just used anyone. Well, and it could have been, don't have it be a perfectly framed photo. Have it be a singed part that only the part that survived yeah. was the girls. That would make sense. Guys, come on. We can be continuity experts. We can be props and set decorators. You have so many ideas. I really do. I need like more of me. I'm sorry. I don't know how to clone you. <sighs> me too. Um, Oh, so I think, it, I feel like this is like fast. I don't know how long we've been talking, but I feel like this is fast. But yeah, the basic like 
highlight of the week was Gregory finally telling Chase what's up. Finn. Finn. Why do I do that? Now I'm going to mix them up. I don't know. Um. Oh, but I did like him and Elizabeth talking about how much they like each other. And I loved that Elizabeth was like, oh, I can't stop eating when I'm happy. I was like, me too, girl. I get it. And then he so, doesn't. Yeah, of course. Typical man. Whatever. Um. But yeah, so then they go home and um, Violet tattletales on Grandpa and is like, oh, he fell and he didn't want to call you and he couldn't do the bead bracelets. So I felt bad for him watching him struggle, though, because I just helped Madeline make some of those bracelets the other week and I was not much better than he was and I don't have a health condition. So I just don't know how they're going to do it. I mean, is it going to be I did like that Finn was like, but you know that that's not accurate all the time and that there's other things and he's like yeah no i've known this for a long time by now right and then finn's like oh i feel bad that you didn't have anyone to confide in and he's like oh no alexis knows yeah you know like one of your best friends right i don't i don't know i'm not ready like as much as gregory bores me i'm not ready for him to leave yet so they need to put him in some type of trial or something so that he can hang around a little bit longer only if it's accurate Yes. Oh, but before that, uh, Gregory and Brooklyn were having a meal. Oh, yeah. And he's asking her why she didn't go back to school. She is doing pretty darn okay without it. Right. Exactly. Like, she's a naturally gifted musician, and she's part of a multi, I think, billion at this point, dollar company as a social media manager. Yeah. What is paying $100,000 in tuition going to teach her that she has not learned already? Right. Exactly. Yeah. You don't need a degree to be successful, especially whenever your family, like she said, my family's been in business. They're obviously teaching these kids from younger ages, like, hey, here's the basics of investing and balancing your books and blah, 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 blah. So they have more information. They're, They're basically learning what you learn in a college class by the time they're 18. But she's also, in general, educated. Like, she keeps herself educated on the world around her. She, yeah, it's, and I have a master's, and I still don't think you have to go to college. Exactly, exactly. That just, that really annoyed me. Yeah, that was ridiculous. And the fact that he just, like, came out and said to her and Chase, like, where are you guys? They just got back together. No, they're not talking rings yet. I mean, I guess it makes sense once Chase finds out. It's going to make sense. And maybe that's the thing is that he wouldn't have done that if we weren't going to find out that he told Finn. Like, so it's going to come out. Yes. But poor Chase is still like, wait, what? Because he doesn't know anything yet. And I like that Brooklyn was like, I'm going to go to the ladies room. Like, I don't even want to be part of this conversation. You guys are just ridiculous. Right. Absolutely. And then, oh, Tracy hung over at the Quartermain Mansion. That was so funny. Eddie's like, you don't look like you have much experience with this. I think drunk Tracy is now my favorite. Mm-hmm. I really She's- liked it. She's like, I didn't get drunk. Well, I did get drunk, but I didn't get drunk. <laughs> it was cute. So Eddie was wearing a Midnight Logic shirt. And according to the internet, that was a band on One Life to Live. Oh, that's cool. I did yeah. not know that. I couldn't find it like on their fandom, but on the Twitter feed, someone said something as in the band from One Life to Live. So, of course, I had to go Google 
one life to live midnight logic and there was either the first name was riley or the last name was riley but they were the guitarist and it said something about how they i wonder and if you're a listener that needs to correct me please do so but i think that i know what i'm talking about I think that the actress that played Tina that I talked about passed away a couple weeks ago. Okay. I think she was a singer in a band. I wonder if that was the band, like on One Life to Live. What was the a, character's name? Tina. I don't know what her real name is. Oh, okay. Hold yeah. On. Well, I don't. Tina. Was she? Tina Lord? Yeah. Tina Lord, yeah. Andrea Evans. Okay. Hold on a second. We'll get there. That would be genius if it all went together. All right. Where's your storylines, girl? That would have been in the 90s? Yeah. Okay. Like early 90s? All right, then I'm going to skip the 80s. Yeah, I think it would have been like very early 90s. Or it could have been late 80s. I can research and let us know for next week if it's not popping right up again. But in my brain, that's how that all went. That would be really cool if that's how. I would. I'll, I'll look it up later and I'll, I'll update you. Or again, if you're a listener who knows more about One Life to Live than I do, let me know if I'm right. Because again, it would have been when I was like way younger. So my memory could be wrong, but I feel like that's right. Because it didn't have a, like, it didn't have its own category on okay. the, um, whatchamacallit, on the fandom. Okay. But it was, oh, was she on in 2004? It says, Ryan Link, Rick, guitarist of Midnight Logic, of One Life to Live, episode, it's in 2004. I guess so. I wasn't watching Faith fully then. Okay. That's Journey. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> You are such a dork. Oh my God. Favorite songs. I love that song. All right. (laughs) Anyway. Oh, I guess that's a really good lead in and reality check. There you go. So, what'd you do this week? How are you linking that to Journey other than it's a song that you like or a fan that you like? Um, I'm exhausted. It's been one of those weeks. It's just been one of those weeks. Um, Tomorrow we take my son back to school. If you were busy all week, that should mean that you're making money. It's not always about money. But if you're busy, then you're busy working and that's money. I'm busy doing a lot of other things other than working too. But my daughter started a new work program this week. Does um, she like it? She does. Good. And it's just been like one of those weeks that from 6 a.m. until like 10, I am Ugh. going and I'm getting too old for that. Shut up. You are not too old for that. But 6 a.m., that sounds awful. It's when I usually wake up. So, <laughs> but just to not have like any downtime during, and her program's like 45 minutes away. So that's an hour and a half twice a day. Well, yeah, it's an hour and a half twice a day. So it's three hours a day that I'm spending driving on top of also having to get work done on top of also having to get other stuff done. Mm. So yeah, I'm boring. We're taking my son back to school tomorrow. So Are you okay? yeah, I'm used <clears throat> to it by now. He's going to be a junior. Yeah, I know. I can't believe that. And then... I got good news for one of my clients, but I think I'm going to wait until the thing actually happens before I share it with everybody. Okay. But also we just had a long week. I mean, it was hard because of the aftermath of everything from last week. So yes, I feel like a lot of that carried over too. So, um, yeah, I forgot to post the show. That was fun. (laughs) Um, yeah, I'm boring. You got a new friend on Monopoly Go. <laughs> that seems to be something we talk I about. I did. Yes. Thank you. I got a, I enjoyed my hundred dice. <laughs> <laughs> I was mad that uh, he attacked me. And I saw that before I saw the hundred dice. And I was like, what are you doing? 
Well, I was not paying attention when I accidentally attacked him. Oops. I was kind enough not to attack him back. So, but I still don't know how you actually invite people to join you though. Like, again, I wish I could throw a link out there and be like, all our GH friends, let's play together. Right. But I don't know how you do it. So I don't know either. Out, let me know. I don't know so. either. But yeah, my week was also pretty boring. That was probably one of the more exciting things that happened. The kids were gone. Go. <laughs> yes, exactly. Exactly. Well, the kids were gone all week. Um, they're home now. They came home early. And so that's what like messed up my weekend, but in a good way that I had to ask you to record early is because now we're going to go to Cedar Point for the weekend for my brother's um company picnic. So that oh, messed nice. up how, how things were supposed to go. Um, besides that. Oh, Emily saw an ant on my windowsill the other day and she went to smush it and the whole like part of the windowsill caved in. So apparently we have carpenter ants. That was fun, like cutting out part of the wall and spraying the heck out of it to keep hopefully killing them all. Oh, dear. So, yeah, I'm sure we'll have to call somebody in, but I just wanted to kill as many as I could. There was like I sprayed the stuff. Call somebody. Yes, yes, yes. Um, But I sprayed the stuff in and like hundreds of ants started like running out of the hole trying to not die and I was like oh my god this is like out of a horror movie this is gross but I think that we killed them all so um Ryan has a friend that's like an actual construction carpenter guy so he's gonna come check out the entirety of everything else and make sure they didn't do any major damage so he does pest control um no he does like the carpentry stuff to like fix where I cut the hole in the wall oh oh, he's like a general contractor a carpenter gotcha Yes. So he's going to come make sure that there's no damage anywhere else. And then um, obviously call the the uh, bug guy to come and make sure that was the only spot and that the stuff I bought was good enough. But anyway, yeah. So that's all my excitement. Ants and and I'll report back on my Cedar Point trip next weekend. Hopefully I don't die on any roller coasters because I'm not a roller coaster fan. So. Can we not? <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> sorry. No. Oh, I love roller coasters. We love Cedar Point. Oh, well, you shouldn't have had plans to take your kid back and you could have come with us because it's, it's dirt cheap for this oh. weekend. Darn so, that. Next, right. Darn kid have to go to college. What the heck? He's so inconsiderate. I know. <laughs> but yeah, that's that's it. That's me. I'm boring too. So what are we releasing Thursday? I don't know. I love all of them. We just did Kathleen. Right, because it was her birthday. Okay, let's reshare our chat with Vincent Irizarry because he is doing the event with Ken Schreiner and Marcus Coloma. There you go. That's perfect. And we're talking about Anna and maybe the whole, um, oh my God, Alex. Jeez, my brain totally forgot our name there for a minute. And the whole maybe it's Alex thing. So that works. And, and um, 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 the crossovers with all my children. Yeah. Because we just had Jackson. Okay. We'll re-release Vincent Irizarry. Oh my gosh, I loved his... I loved him. I just loved how much you loved him, especially since you had not, air quote, met him before because you didn't watch All My Children. And he was so sweet at me just discovering him. Yes. You know, and not knowing who he is. Because he's one of those guys that's been on a bunch of other... Like, he's one of the ones that's been on multiple soaps. Rick Hurst is the right. only one that's been on all of them, right? I think so but he's been on vincent's been on more than one so yes vincent irizarry perfect yes okay it feels so weird to be saying this on a friday but 
oh my gosh, what are we doing? So join us on Thursday as, you know, yesterday. Um, join us on Thursday as we revisit our chat with Vincent Irizarry. Have a good week. And we'll meet you at the fair. Bye. Bye. If you enjoyed today's show, we invite you to go to peer54podcast.com to subscribe on your favorite platform. Don't forget to leave us a review. And you can also follow us on many social media channels. Just search for Peer 54 Podcast. Also, we are not perfect. So if there is something that we missed or messed up, just let us know by emailing us at peer54podcast at gmail.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.